Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Are you the most dangerous heavyweight in the world if you beat him then? Whoever wins this can stake their claim, certainly in crossover terms, to being the baddest heavyweight on the planet. I'm defending myself because he's coming after me. Do you knock Tyson Fury out? Hello, I'm Gareth Davis. Welcome back to the Battle of the Baddest podcast, Fury versus Nganu. Well, this week, our teams, the fighters, and their promoters were in London ahead of the event at the opening of the Riyadh season on October the 28th. And what a buzz it created in central London. Well, first of all, I caught up with Francis Ngannou, the former UFC heavyweight champion, and the big man had this to tell me. Big life-changing moment? Big life-changing, life accomplishment, dream accomplishment. My dream has always, as long as, as long as I can remember, my dream was always to become a professional uh, boxer, uh, even before I discover enemy down the road. and. Uh, Man, I'm here fighting for that boxing match, which is not only a boxing match, which is like fighting the best. Incredible. And it's a massive cultural event, isn't it? It's a cultural event. It's an entertainment event. It's bringing color, creed, countries, East, West, Africa. It's enormous, isn't it? It's bringing in everything that you can imagine. Everything that you want to find in this event, and uh, I'm part of it, right? Am I right? You are. It's yeah. real. It's right. real. Yeah, that's it's what, real. Sometimes that's it's what real, I bro. It's real. I'm like, okay, I'm not tripping, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, not tripping. This is what I'm tripping. We're all tripping. No, I think we're all right. It's happening. No, it's really it's big. happening, right? When you were a young boy, yeah. And because, I mean, this story about you working in the sand quarry mm -hmm. and you were digging out, 
Did you know you had something special in you, even then? No, you don't know. I mean, you can't say you know you have something special in you. You just have something in you that you want so bad that you can go through everything for it. And, uh, and you, don't even, you don't have a guarantee of success, even though uh, it seems um, it's harder than anything around. But you just love it and you just feel like, oh man, let's give it a shot and give my best and see how it goes, right? So that has always been my, my way of doing things. Because this opens the Riyadh season on October the 28th, and it isn't a Vegas event, is this bigger than Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor? Bigger because it's the big men as well. Well, in that sense, yes, we are way bigger. I think I'm almost twice his, uh, <laughs> me alone, I'm almost twice his size. So <laughs> in comparative of like uh, size of men, I think this is way, way bigger than that. Is Tyson Fury the number one heavyweight right now? Is that a question or I, I, I want to ask you, do you believe he's the number one? Of course. He's so if you beat him, if you beat him, do you become the number one heavyweight in the world? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I haven't, there's a lot of things that I haven't been able to process. I'm like, okay, what's happening here? Like, okay, I don't know. Listen, let's do one thing. Just focus on beating him, then we're going to find out what next. But I think that's what he means, right? Because it's, this is a battle of the baddest. The family is the baddest man. So The battle of the baddest. Yes, the battle of the baddest. Are you a good man being bad when you're in the ring, when you're in the cage? Are you a good man being bad? Uh being bad when I'm in the cage. Mm. When I'm in the cage, I'm still a good man. Bad, you? are still a good man? Yeah, I'm yeah. nobody there. I'm doing my job, uh, what we signed up for. Respectfully, we are doing our job. We both, we agree on that. And we know what is coming. Basically, no, I'm defending myself because it's coming after me. <laughs> Let me put it a different way then, about becoming are you the most dangerous heavyweight in the world if you beat him then? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. You know why? Because if I beat him in boxing, he can step a foot in the octagon with me, he has no chance. What would happen? I would do whatever I want with him. What if he says he will? Will he do it? Well... Do you I think he should? Well, he, give, he gave me the opportunity on his on his uh, ground so yes i will give him that opportunity but i don't think he's that crazy he know how how different that is and how bad that can go for him four ounce gloves knees elbows groundwork yeah. yeah i mean even the striking even the boxing in the mm in the octagon is different the striking yeah. everything there would be different for him i i would not even need to like take him down because I would just make him worry about so many things that he will forget about his boxing skills. We've been fascinated seeing all these videos. I go back to the time of covering boxing when Mike Tyson was fighting. Um, it's fascinating to see him in your camp with you. What are you learning from him? What's he giving to you? What's he bringing to you? Technically, emotionally, psychologically? He's, he's bringing a lot. Um, technically, I mean, I, because 
uh, for me, Mike Tyson is the best uh, heavyweight uh, technician, heavyweight that have, that ever lived, right? For me, that's not a doubt because you can put a video of Mike Tyson and show a five years kid, five years old kid, like look how to talk, look at footwork, look this, look how to raise your guard, look this, like the perfection. And in the fight, which is like, which is not the case for so many fighters. I've been tapped on the shoulder, it means it's my last question, Francis, but we'll see you all the way to promotion. Do you knock Tyson Fury out? Oh, he's definitely going down to the times. I know he has multiple life. I'll try to take them all in Riyadh on uh, October 28th. Fascinating stuff there. Well, next, it was an audience with the Gypsy King himself, Tyson Fury, and he had this to say. Where should we start here? It's been a uh, long old road. Um, to get to this point is, shall we say, astonishing. I don't even know where to start with a speech. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm a best man or I feel like I'm a wedding speech or something. Um, we start, where do we start? Well, first of all, we start like this, okay? First of all, I want to say, you're one good-looking son of a bitch, don't you ever die? And then, I want to say, Massive, massive thank you to His Excellency Turkey El Sheikh for putting this fight on an event. I want to say massive shout out to Dr. Rakan, massive do uh, shout out to Spencer Brown, and I want to say a massive shout out to His Royal Highness MBS as well for making this possible. Um, colossal, colossal event. You got me and Francis Ngannou here, you know, the UFC, former UFC. Everyone said he was an idiot for walking away from the UFC. And now all of a sudden he's a genius, isn't he? Guy's about to make $10 million. Come on! Egg in their face. Francis is going to make that bag rich, okay? Riyadh season. Here's a little fun fact none of you know. I've actually fought at the Riyadh season before, back in 2019. WWE Crown Jewel. I actually knocked out the monster among men, Braun Strowman. And I'll knock out another big dosseria in him in another one three or four years later. So, you know, it's a very special event for me. It's a very special um, time in sports where a powerhouse like Saudi Arabia are coming in, they're taking over the game, taking over football, boxing, whatever you want. I think within five years, ten years, they're going to be the powerhouse of all sports. All the big sporting events will be in Saudi Arabia somewhere. So many people have tried knocking me out before or beating me, and I've been successful for 15 years in a row. 34 contests and two-time undefeated champion. So, you know, I've heard it all before, all of the bullshit that fighters like to say, I'm going to do this, do that. Listen, good luck to him in his training camp. Um, good luck to him and his trainers and Mike Tyson and his other trainer over there. We met him in Vegas a few times. Um, and that's it. Bring your A game. Let's have a fight. I caught up with Dan Hardy, the former UFC fighter, who told me this about what happens when an MMA fighter crosses over to boxing. Dan, Francis Ngannou against Tyson Fury. A lot of people are writing Francis Ngannou off. You fought the very, very best in MMA. Your striking was something that you're renowned for. Has Ngannou got a chance in this fight? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has a chance, of course, because he's got such heavy hands, but it's a slim chance. I mean, we can't pretend that it's not. Tyson is just such a skilled craftsman in there that it's going to be the moments, the fractions of, of time where Francis can break through. But it was kind of the same for Wilder as well, you know, especially that first fight towards the end. It's those moments where, 
you know, Tyson's just cruising. He feels like he's in control, and then Ngannou puts his foot on the gas and covers distance like nobody else. How big a shock, how big an upset to the heavyweight division will it be if Ngannou wins? The biggest shock ever? I, I think so, yeah, I think so. I was trying to weigh it up whether McGregor beating Mayweather would have been anywhere near comparable, and I, I don't know, honestly. I feel like more people would have given McGregor a shot, given the fact that he was relatively skilled with his hands compared. But this is a different thing entirely. But I don't know whether that stacks it in Ngannou's favor because he is unpredictable, right? I mean, Tyson's gonna feed off someone that's got decent fundamentals because he knows how to predict them. Ngannou's very unpredictable, that might be his strength. Is a heavyweight MMA fighter fighting a heavyweight boxer? It do, may it only take one punch as opposed to the lighter guys, the Mayweathers and the McGregors. Does that create a little bit more jeopardy? I think it does. I mean, McGregor's a different individual given the fact that he does have a lot of power for his weight. But of course, I mean, you know, Ngannou's gonna have to land a lot less to do the same kind of damage. But it goes the same the opposite way as well. Of course, you know, Tyson's a very big individual. You move him down to Lomachenko's weight and he's probably not knocking people out, right? But the technique is what is what shows through with Tyson. And, and the fact that he is a big guy complements his technique. So of course, we've got immense power in Ngannou against, you know, reasonable power and great technique with, with, with Tyson. When MMA and boxing collide, and it's as big as this, it's the opening event of the Riyadh season, October the 28th, it gives it extra push. Is it, is it one of the biggest events you think we've ever been involved in? And will it be when we come to it? Yeah, absolutely it will. I mean, especially given the fact that they're heavyweights, you know, that like, it's just got a different air about it with it being heavyweights. It's different. It was the same when, you know, when Muhammad Ali fought Anoki. It's a different kind of feeling because these are huge individuals that are not only well-crafted, but well-prepared to, to deal with what's in front of them. And, and of course, you know, the heavyweight champion of the world in mixed martial arts against the heavyweight champion boxing, it, it, it can't be any bigger. What about um, Francis Ngannou having Mike Tyson in his training camp and in his corner? We've seen some moves being busted already. We've seen some videos of them working out together. Massive advantage to have Mr. Iron Mike Tyson in Nagano's side. For, for sure. I mean, not only given the fact that it's like the, the aura that he brings, the, the energy that he brings to the room, but also stylistically as well very suitable to what Ngannou's going to have to do against Fury. You know, that peekaboo style to get around the jab, work into the body, coming up to the head is going to be ideal for him. So if he can take some of those things off, off Tyson, as well as, as well as you know, some of that, that Mike Tyson energy, it's a different thing again. And then, you know, he's got Rafael Cordero there holding pads, who's a great MMA coach as well as a boxing coach. I, I, think, I think it's a smart move by him. Do you think that Francis Ngannou can call himself the greatest heavyweight on earth in boxing and MMA if he wins on October the 28th? Oh, I mean, I think he would have to do it twice. I think there'd be so many doubters that he would have to do it twice. And then, you know, it opens the door for the Wilders and the, and the Joshuas, etc., etc. There are lots of big fights in boxing for him. If he's able to overcome this, which is probably going to be the toughest test, it opens the door for a lot more fights and a lot more money for him. And if he's able to hold down that as well as the PFO Heavyweight Championship of the world, I mean, that would be something that's never been done before. I've known you from a very young man to your career, to fighting for the UFC welterweight title, to your career as an analyst afterwards and a broadcaster, um, a guy that breaks down fights. Are we seeing with this event, yes, we're seeing a shift geographically to very big fights in Saudi Arabia and in that area. Are we seeing the beginning of a new era in boxing and heavyweight boxing? I think we are. I mean, I think, you know, not only not only 
at combat yeah, yeah, yeah. sports as, as well. I mean, you know, you've got to think what Nate Diaz has been doing recently and stuff. This, the, the, the playing field is wide open right now. People can do relatively, you know, what they want if they've got the power and the marketability. And, and I think, you know, what we, we saw how good the Middle East was for Fight yeah. Island. You know, we see the money they're putting in around the world. They've just invested in the PFL as well. There's a lot of money coming into combat sports. And I think with the market being as it is, as open as it is, with influencers getting involved and athletes crossing over from one thing to another, it's just an exciting time to be a part of it. We're here to witness it as it's happening, right? I caught up with so many people at the event in London. Here's a surprise guest. Well, my mystery guest today, Brad Jacobs here from Las Vegas, Top Rank's office, COO of Top Rank, of course. Um, Fury versus Ngannou, October the 28th, Riyadh season, boxing meets MMA. It's a fascinating mix, isn't it? It really is. It's a spectacular. You know, everyone wants to always know who's the biggest, baddest man on the planet. We're going to answer that question. Uh, like you say, two worlds collide, Fury and Ganyu, two huge guys. And, you know, there are people who say, well, Ganyu's not a boxer. He can punch. So, you know, and Tyson has shown sometimes he sticks that chin out there. So, you know, the outcome is definitely in question. So because it's heavyweights, it makes it more of a kind of the biggest people on the planet that fight. So it kind of makes it more of a spectacular in lots of ways. No, no question about it. Look, you know, people love the combat sports, but when you say heavyweight, even those people who aren't that interested in combat sports perk up and like, oh, it's the heavyweight championship. I can't wait to see it. Like you said, the biggest guys, best guys. So it definitely has a cachet amongst itself. Tyson Fury is a massive favorite, but there's jeopardy here from the power of Francis Ngannou. Is it unthinkable for the boxing world to see Tyson Fury knocked out or even beaten by Francis Ngannou? I, is it an unthinkable thing, Brad? Yeah, I, I think there's, there's two parties here. One is the boxing fans who are backing Tyson that think Ngannou has no chance. And the MMA fans who are backing Ngannou say they don't, Tyson doesn't know what he's in for. So, and I think obviously in the end, that makes an interesting matchup. Do you think though, in the same way that Fury is a massive favorite, that he can't leave a stone unturned against this guy and he can't switch off and he can't underrate the guy he's stepping in with? Look, I, I've always been a believer of, I don't care who you're fighting, at what level, four mm -hmm. rounds, 12 rounds, when you step through those ropes, you have got to be prepared. Because the night that you underrate anybody is when it's over. Frank Warren called it a game changer. Bob Arum believes the same. There are big fights being organized in the Middle East. This is the first of what we're hearing from the Saudi Arabians. Mm -hmm. It's the opening event of what is a major festival for them, sports, culture, um, entertainment, music, all those things. 10 million visitors go to this thing. Our guys, our heavyweights, if you like, from our world, okay. open that festival. Yeah. Is your understanding that there is more to come? Could there be the enticement for Tyson Fury if he wins, if and when he wins, to fight Usyk over there, to fight Anthony Joshua over there? Is that the desire and hope from everyone? Yeah, I, I think, look, it's only the beginning. Like you said, this is the opening ceremonies of the spectacular season that happens every year. Uh, the area is just now attracting all kinds of events and there's no reason why Tyson Fury or any other 
um, big name fighter shouldn't be going there and shouldn't be fighting there. I think it's going to be one of the hot spots on the global scale for boxing. In your time in boxing, I want to say maybe 40 years. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> um, you know, you, well, it's a wild west, isn't yeah. it? And it, a lot of creative things happen. Is this one of the biggest changes you've seen? I don't know about changes, but it, it's de definitely different from, you know, obviously the North Las Vegas or Madison Square Garden or something like that. And the uh, <laughs> Stadium, exactly right. Uh, We're slowly so, moving east. That's right. We? That's right. But uh, look, you know, we've been involved in all kinds of events from starting in Macau, China, which never had boxing before to bring Manny Pacquiao there. So uh, uncovering new spots and areas and regions is what we do and love to do. And uh, the biggest thing about boxing is the global sport. Tell me about the mindset Tyson Fury's and <laughs> you'll have seen him today. How is he? Yeah, I, I haven't seen him yet, but I will. But I, I, he only has one mindset, which is let's go get this, get it over with and, and beat the guy. Well, we're setting up here. We'll see him shortly. Yeah. Thanks very much as always. Yeah, my pleasure. Welcome back to the Battle of the Baddest podcast. Well, next up, I caught up with someone very special. Dev Sani, big day for you today, uh, presenting the press conference, this global event. Uh, let me ask you, nerves? I don't know, I mean, I, I think the closer it gets, I do get a little bit. I've done, I've done one Tyson Fury one before, which was against Derek Chisora, and I was expecting tables to go flying and all sorts of stuff, but it was quite chilled. They were very chill. Tyson walked chilled. around and uh, lit up the place, yeah. didn't he? Um, Naganu's, a mellow guy as well, so it might take a few little, pushes. Little pushes. Are you going to be digging them too? Yeah, I'm going to be trying. I mean, Tyson Fury has been hit by Deontay Wilder, right? But he hasn't been hit by a man who's in the Guinness Book of World Records for hitting as hard as a small family car. I'll be, I'll be putting that to him. Let's let's see what he thinks about that. Let's see uh, let's see how hard Tyson Fury thinks he hits. You just never know. I expect Tyson to grab the mic, start walking about and uh, and having fun in here. He knows this is a show. We've been at a lot of events all over the world. Tyson Fury is a huge entertainment act as well as a fighter, singing in the ring afterwards, all those kind of things. What is the level of excitement in you to see this event? Because there's some jeopardy. Because if the big fella, like you say, heaviest puncher on the planet, Tyson Fury gets clipped, that beard gets clipped. Listen, people are talking about how Francis Ngannou can't throw a punch with right boxing technique. I would say he doesn't even need to land his best possible punch. Doesn't need to land it. A grazing blow might do the job. He hits so hard. We've never seen anything like this. So how excited am I? I don't think enough is being made of how this boxing event will be opening up Riyadh season. Riyadh season is absolutely huge over there. This is the fourth one. And for boxing to have that special place showcasing what boxing can do is, is very good. I'm very excited. And it's the two biggest fighters on the planet. It's two kings colliding in the kingdom. It's unbelievable. You've got the lineal heavyweight champion of boxing. It's the lineal heavyweight champion of MMA. Francis Ngannou never lost his belt in the cage. He won his title and left the UFC. And here he is taking on Tyson Fury. It's, it's mega. Well, what a buzz that created ahead of the opening event of the Riyadh season on October the 28th. We cannot wait for Battle of the Baddest Fury versus Ngannou. I'll be back next week with episode three of Battle of the Baddest. I might even have Mike 
Tyson for you. Enjoy, subscribe. We'll see you next week. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.